Hello friends, my name is Maximus, and I'll be your dungeon master. I'd like to welcome you all to a very special episode of Caches and Cantrips, where a couple of your favorite streamers play some Dungeons and Dragons. I'm joined by the amazing Moobs Like Jagger from the GGN crew. So excited oh. to be rolling dice with you. This is going to be a fun little uh, adventure. It's, it's, it's interesting. I've never done a, like a one-on-one -on -one <laughs> sesh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll be fun a nice little side adventure if you didn't know what we're doing this is the special bonus episode to figure out exactly what happened to ron whenever he disappeared before the group set off for the fortress in the mountains um also if you didn't know by now you can get early access to our vods as well as podcasts by joining our patreon page the episodes are chopped into little smaller bite-sized pieces for your viewing and or listening pleasure but Without any further ado, I say we just go ahead and jump out into it and just figure out what in the world happened to Ron on this episode of Caches and Cantrips. Ron's story last left off as he was preparing to journey with the rest of his friends to the Wayne Oak Mountains in search of the missing scouts and rangers from the Vantus Kingdom. They had gotten this mission from General Uthek in the Citadel of Falshir. Upon exiting that city, Ron seemed to once again vanish into thin air right before his companions. Ron, as you feel the jolt of another transportation to a realm not your own, you immediately find yourself in a dense forest of some sort. You are unable to really see the sun at this point, there's a, a, a dense fog kind of hanging in the air. But as you start to come to and, and try and get your bearings, it's covered with brambles and roots and thick vegetation. You hear a, a fluttering noise behind you. And this voice says to you, Ron, Ron, I'm so sorry. We need your help. We need your help right now. Oh, Ron turns around to see what's happening. Yeah, so if you look towards the voice, you can see the familiar face of Twig in the air looking panicked exasperated. As you look further out into the area here, you can see this grotesque looking creature. It's has looks like a, a hard carapace. It's got some sort of pincered claws on its hands. And, and you can hear it just making that that telltale sound of just like a, a carapace trying to as it's moving and making its way through the underbrush. Twig says to uh, you, please this okay. way. Come, come, come. We need help. We need help. Oh, okay, Twig. What? What is wrong? What is that thing? 
I, I don't know. We, we went too far where we weren't supposed to go and we got lost and everything is bad here. Oh, it, why, why did you travel so far away from home? Well, we wanted, we wanted to see the edge of our home and we just went a little further and well, we got lost. We got turned around. Where are the other two? Um, well, and she points and you can see this creature kind of stalking towards one of the, the pixies looks to be lying down in the underbrush unconscious and you look further out and you see one pixie flying in the air sort of just looking onward trying to keep their distance then you see another pixie also lying unconscious in the underbrush and this this thing is heading towards them and they are on the floor yes and if you'd like you can go ahead and roll initiative I will. So Ron's gonna rush his booty over there. Uh, eleven. And eleven. Okay. And if you look, you should be able to see where Ron is on this map. And what we will do. is Ron, we will start the initiative with you as they have already taken their turns until hey. you arrived. So what do you do? I will rush towards the chitinous thing that is about to mm -hmm. eat some pixies. All right. You should be able to. I don't see any tokens. That's okay. We oh. will unhide what you can see. There you go. You should be able to Perfect. see the map now. It's a five. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, and then I will fire off a sacred flame to draw its attention. Okay. Deck save a 13, please. I got a four. Ooh. Shall take on the power of 10 radiant damage. Very nice. Everyone's like, get away from them. A twig flies over, trying to keep her distance as well. They're going to fly. Stay behind you. And they are going to try and cast sleep 
Some pixie magic. So you hear Twig kind of utter some incantation in Sylvan. While you understand the language, I believe, Sylvan, it's real more arcane conjuring than an actual words being said. Um, and as she releases the spell, uh, you see sort of this pale green light start to wash over the chitinous creature and then fade away. The spell did not take effect. Oh, okay. You have to move there. Yep. Okay. Up next, this one is going to kind of look at you and look at the pixie on the ground. Is going to approach you. And a 21 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. You take nine slashing damage and make a constitution saving throw for me. Uh oh. What is this? Plus four? Uh, 17. 17. You feel your muscles start to tense, but it fades just as soon as it started to take over you. So you did resist that. Whew. And as its bonus action, you see the creature just fade from existence and appear. What? Next to the pixie. Something that you've done before. Some innate fey power for it to willingly force itself into another area. You hear another one of the pixies on top of this sort of tall ledge just scream, Leave him alone! And they're going to cast a spell on it. And it succeeds. So similar to what happened with Twig is they cast the spell and you see that the creature sort of look its attention somewhere up in the air and then look back at the pixie. <clears throat> All right, Ron. All right. Ron is going to move 25 and dash across. Well, not that dash action, but just run over mm -hmm. and swing it onto the creature. Leave that pixie alone. We got a 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. For six damage. Okay. Second hammer swing. Is a 19. That hits. I'm going to 
release the smite. Mm -hmm. Eight, 12, and 15 damage. Okay. So as you release your sort of your radiant light from your weapon into this creature and it kind of splits it in two and like some Icarus like goo starts to ooze from it, uh, killing it. Nice. Up next, you hear the chittering coming from what appears to be another hole into the ground. Anything else you'd like to do on Ron's turn? I'm all out of action, so that's gonna be it. Okay. And you hear the and you hear the claw, the pincers like clack together as it makes its way towards you. And it goes next to you. And just kind of having these things around you just kind of instills just this feeling of like of dread almost kind of the antithesis of just everything that your teachings from sylvanas and what your tribe is kind of uphold this is just trying to destroy all of that it's trying to just take this sort of area this grove of of where you think maybe the fey and just turn it into something almost grotesque It is going to reach out with its pincers, but it is going to miss. Very nice. Okay. Twig sort of keeps her distance, just, just terror washing over her face. I, I don't know what I can do. I don't, I don't know how I can help. Tell me how I can help. Calm down, Twig. If you have any magic that can harm creatures, now is the time to do it. She's going to cast a spell on this one, uh, and it does take hold. <clears throat> You can see this creature look off to almost behind and above you and look and start taking its pincers and trying to just snap at it. Very nice. Okay. Um, up next is this pixie uh, and she's just yelling please please help them please but she cannot do anything Ron I need you to make a wisdom saving throw well, okay that would be a 23. You pass. 
So as this sort of fear, you feel it almost taking hold of you that you just, you want to turn, you want, you want to run, you can't be here, um, but you're able to shake it off and continue. Oh, uh, I'm going to use this turn to reach down and heal the little pixie for, uh, let's say five hit points. Okay. Um, this is now conscious. And uh, he is stabilized and not unconscious anymore. So that one has been healed. Anything else you'd like to do? I uh, just tell the pixie to stand behind me. Okay. That is all. This creature is going to try and claw at you again, but also miss you. And I believe on this one is going to do some damage to it. And as you look, you see kind of the creature look between you and something else, and it kind of recoils and puts its pincers up to try and, and block some sort of unseen attacker or something. You don't since anything else is there, but it's clearly got its attention divided. Um, this pixie here looks as though that she wants to move closer, but is afraid to make her way down. Because she's seen what this thing's capable of. Um, this pixie is going to stand up and looks around and sees you and he says, oh, I'm so glad you're here, Ron, and then disappears. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you hear just the faint, like buzzing of wings out of the area. Ron, your turn. Uh, I'm going to move to the other pixie, leaving his make a threatened face. Another saving throw for me, uh, wisdom. Alrighty. 22 this time. Yeah, you save it. Same feeling as you're just kind of pushing off the sense of of dread. It's just this being in this area seems like it's trying to just consume and just take from any joy and just make it despair. Oh. I'm going to also lay on hands this pixie for five hit points. Gotcha. Okay. Now, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, that... Uh, I will take the... No, I already did an action. No, that is all. Gotcha. This creature's gonna move closer and just kind of keep trying to attack. And that one is a 22. That is a hit. Nine slashing and make a constitution saving throw. <clears throat> all right. That's a, that's a big old nat one. What's your total? Total is five. 
Okay. So you you kind of put your hand on on the pixies, um, just trying to just pump some healing to get them out. Um, and as you are focused on this, the creature just emits this feeling in in you almost feel as though that just the light that kind of has been guiding your way is just feeling snuffed out and covered. Um, you are currently paralyzed. Oh. And you look at this creature and it's just, it's grotesque, just almost alien being. You're frozen. And it is its turn. Luckily, it does not hit you. Oh, nice. Okay, and then Twig's turn. It does some more damage as it looks and snaps at something that's seemingly invisible to you. Um, this pixie is going to also cast a spell uh, that does also take hold too. Excellent. And does some more damage. It's starting to, you see it look a little weary, plenty of fight left in it. This other pixie gets up oops, and flutters away. It disappears and then also flutters away. And you can hear kind of behind you. Uh, I need you to make another constitution saving throw. Got it. Uh, what is this? 16. Gotcha. Okay. So as, ooh, that's a very good thing to, um, however, as you feel kind of the, the paralysis just leave your body as you're fighting back, um, this creature does hit you and it was a natural 20. Oh, jeez. This 12 slashing make another constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. Uh, this one is a 21. Yeah, more than enough. All right, more spell damage coming from this creature is just snapping in the air wildly between you and just kind of something unseen. Uh, we'll go down to your turn now. Iron's gonna hammer away, finish this thing off. Uh, 16 to hit. Yep, 16 is enough. It's a whopping 11 damage. That's what you needed. How does it look when you demolish this last just creature? Uh, as it's snipping away at whatever I can't see at and it's distracted, I come down with a tremendous force with my hammer and crush its head uh, down onto a, a rock, making it explode. Yeah, and as you come down and just kind of crack that carapace, it just snaps open on this rock and just more just dark ichor oozing out of it. Not not really blood, just some 
weird innard substance from this creature. And we oh. are currently out of initiative. And you see the pixies come back visible. And they float Wait. down to you. Twig, what, what are these strange beasts? They feel like dread and terror all at the same time. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I, I don't know. This is the furthest we've ever been before. And, um, we're not really supposed to be here. Um, this is, well, this, this is part of her realm, not our queen's realm. What do you mean to her or your queen? What have this place is so strange? What is what is happening? Um, well, um, our queen, um, some people call her the, the summer queen, um, or Titania. Um, she's who, um, well, we live in her realm and, um, where we are now is belongs to the queen of Erin Darkness. Um, they don't get along and they haven't gotten along for as long as anyone can remember. Does she also have a name like your Queen of Summer? I don't know it. Well, we should quickly get out of here and return you home. This is not safe for either of you. Oh, okay. Um, I... I think that we're, um, I think that we're all okay now. Um, and then another one pops up. Thank you for saving us, Ron. Um, please be careful. Um, everything is bad here. Everything. Don't touch anything. Wait, do you summon me here? You're, you're just going to leave me? <laughs> no, no, uh, we're going to, I mean, we're going to go back. Um, hopefully to where we came. I was just thanking you now. Oh, you're quite welcome, but, uh, though it was very inconvenient for me to be summoned, but, uh, I'm, Ron is glad to be able to save everyone. Is there anyone else? The others fly to you. Um, no. Well, we knew that you could help us because, um, we're a little far for anyone else to help us. Does your powers not to work with your friends in this different area? Um, well, another one speaks up, one that was, um, by Twig. Well, we, um, we can't always just, you know, make people show up. Um, it doesn't really work that way for our people. We don't, we can only do that to you because, well, we know your name. Oh. We're not supposed to do it, but it's really fun. It's really helpful. We could have died. The other one's like, yeah, we could have died. Yes, but this situation is not fun. No. So we should quickly leave and head back the direction you came from before any more of those strange beasts appear. Um, and then the, um, the email pixie says, I, I um, yeah. It's that way or um, that way or maybe that way. Oh, 
jeez. Uh, can you not fly above the trees and see where your kingdom is? Oh, that's a really good idea. And one of them flies up. And then... starts coughing. And, uh, it's like a lot of, a lot of blood, so he's gonna heal himself for ten. Mm-hmm. And... They fly back down. Oh, I think it's that way. Um, it's really dark and not nice here, but I think it's that way. And they point towards um, this direction on the map, which would be to the uh, east. Oh, oh, very good. Lead the way and Ron will make sure to protect everyone. Okay. And then you see a couple of them um, fly. Not too quickly. Ron is not as quick as you. Oh, okay. And then they um, sort of fly on. Um, um, be careful. Uh, well, um, don't try it. Don't touch anything. Uh, okay. So I'm going to use divine sense before I move yeah. forward. Let's see. It's Celestial Fiend Undead, right? Yep, good and evil. In this particular area, um, you do sense some... Um, it's within 30 feet, right? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet, okay. Measure real quick. Um, nothing within 60 feet of... of that type. Uh, all right, then I'll I'll move forward uh, and follow the pixies. Yep. Yeah, like five, and yeah, I'm keeping you on the map for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Some, some hidden dangers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, the pixies start to move on and slowly fly. Um, they're kind of hovering about. 20, 25 feet-ish between that area, trying to avoid the ground, mostly. Okay. okay. You can go ahead and move yourself wherever you'd like. Um, having previous experience with Faye in the past, um, would Ron have any intimate details on what these pixies are capable of? Um, what are you looking for uh, in that question? Like combat prowess, arcane ability? Uh, yeah, like arcane ability, like maybe ways that they can help me move faster to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't have to roll for it. You do know that, that pixies do, in, in particular, have some innate kind of abilities to cast spells. Um, what you're not sure is what they may or may not have expended previously and exactly what spells that they have. 
they may vary from pixie to pixie um depending just on their upbringing or what they learned so you do know that they're capable and they did try to help during the fight so okay i'll move 30 is that it 5 10 50 20, 20, 30 yeah oh, boop. gotcha so as you make your way over there um the large roots in vines here start to move and you can see that two of the large vines um sort of reach out at you okay um however you are currently out of their range based on the direction that you took on the map Ooh. so these vines reach out and try and, and grab you um but they fall short and you see that this large sort of shambling mass of vines starts to slowly inch forward in your direction <clears throat> and you can see that in this direction it attempts to I'm drawing it <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> I knew how to draw whoops um so in this area that you are in you see some of the roots um and vines in the area start to just close in and try and grasp um at anything on the ground brambles coming up um impeding your movement awesome. anything else you would like to do uh, just gonna, Ron's just gonna, we must flee this place quickly. And try to escape the area. Yep, so that square is, um, currently difficult terrain. Okay. Do I need a roll Make for a anything? strength saving throw for me. Right. That would be a 21. Yeah, so as these vines start to come up and start to reach out at you, you're able to just easily kind of rip them off before they're grabbing like at your legs um, and kind of keep them off of you. So at this point, um, what would you like to do? We'll just basically we're going to retreat and not fight this thing. Gotcha. So okay. 10. 15. 30. Okay. And as you were trying to move along, and this thing's going to inch slowly after you, but being able to move maybe 5 or 10 feet max, you're going to outrun it. 
and seeing kind of what is appeared on the ground, um, the male pixie is with the group known as Saffron is going to cast fly on you. And they touch you on the shoulder. Um, it says, we have to get out of here. Yeah, yes, let us, let us fly away. Yeah, so you are under the effect of the fly spell, effectively defeating the encounter here and avoiding this assassin vine. So as you make your way through this, this area, you can see just this heavy, dense fog. There are trees that you're not sure are, are living or dead undergrowth brambles, um, thorn bushes just sort of just totally cover the ground in these areas. It's absolutely abysmal to travel through. Um, you do make some good time, um, under the fly spell, um, but you are trudging along what seems like hours and hours and time works differently here. So you're not exactly sure how long you're going. The it's, it's impossible to tell whether it's day or nighttime as the sun never moves here and stays in the same place. But you slowly make your way through. You see small creatures, eyes poking their heads, looking at you as you're traveling. But with your current pace, uh, you're able to easily kind of make it past them. I'm going to ask Twig or Saffron, what prevents these creatures from coming into your queen's territory? Um... Well, I guess what prevents us supposedly from um, coming here in that they don't like it. They don't like where it's nice and and sunny and, and joyous. Um, we do have, um, well, the queen does have people that sort of patrol the area, but um, we slip past them on purpose. We not get in trouble for leaving the kingdom. Um, another one of the pixies, uh, pipes up, uh, named Rosa. Oh yeah, we're gonna get a lot of big trouble. Um, like a lot, a lot. And why, why did you travel so far? And Twig says, well, we haven't, we haven't been here before and we were curious and we wanted to see what all, you know, the fuss was about, about don't go to the scary place, you know, you'll get eaten. I mean, it's kid stuff, right? Well, this, this seems very real, not child stuff. Yeah, I, we see that now. Is the, your queen of summer at war with this queen of air and darkness? And the other one pipes up uh, known as Lily um, well um kind of but not really um we sort of stay on our side and they stay on theirs um occasionally you'll hear of of you know one side doing something against the other but uh, I wouldn't say it's just like an all-out war right now
Well, Ron hopes that you four learn very valuable lesson and to listen to the rules of your kingdom. And as you're saying that, if you say a valuable lesson, one of them says, call Ron sooner. No, 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 let's <laughs> uh, don't call Ron sooner. Just uh, stay out of trouble. Well, okay. Because you know, when you summon Ron, you take Ron away from his friends. And what if Ron's friend's in trouble? The Ron well, cannot help them. We would have brought your friends, but we don't know their names. <laughs> Ron thinks <laughs> for a second. So, you know, it's, you know, it's not important, their names. <laughs> Fine. Um, so you continue to, to trudge through just this awful forest um and you finally get to a point where things slowly start to change it's a gradual effect um there aren't as many thorns on some of the plants some of the brambles are um not as thick in the undergrowth um you start to see kind of light coming through the trees and the transition is subtle but yet you don't know how long it took that makes sense it's subtle but also it's all you remember for several hours or whatever amount of time and you look around and you see that um while still a little on the dreary side um it's vastly different than where you had originally appeared here and before you you see in the distance what appear to be some sort of like stone structure uh ruins of some sort and um twig speaks up oh i i know where we are i know where we are i know where we are it's fine everything's fine oh what, what is this place this ruins um well this is sort of the um well this is where we don't go any further if we are listening to what people told us. Oh, so this is uh, outpost, yes. Um, Saffron speaks up. Well, it um, it used to be, um, there used to be um long, long, long ago, um, that well people would meet, um, on both sides, um, but that hasn't happened, um since I or anyone I know have been alive and you kind of see in the distance is just dilapidated sort of structure with maybe some standing walls, no ceiling sort of like vines and like just the, the area sort of taking it over essentially. Uh, this bad place, it seems, does it grow to push further into your kingdom or does it stay where it is? Um, well, um, well, he speaks up. It, it kind of stays here, I think. I haven't known it to grow, but, well, this is the first we've ever been, so. Ron would like to learn more about you four. Ron does not know anything besides that you like to summon Ron when in trouble. But, uh, what, what is, what, I don't know, what, uh, what do you do for, for life? 
for your work? Do you have jobs? You just run around and cause trouble? Um, and Twig says, yeah, trouble, fun, mischief, more fun. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, but uh, does the queen tell you to do something? Uh, do you live in a city? What, what, where do you for come from? Um, well, sometimes we we do things to help, but we've never met the queen. She wouldn't ask us to do anything. We just are kind of allowed to stay, you know, in her domain and we do whatever we want. Mm, seems uh, fun. It is fun, see? But uh, no responsibilities. Very, um, very strange to run. Mm -hmm. Well, as long as we follow the rules. Oh, but you broke rules. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you never meet Queen before, then uh, then maybe you don't get in trouble. Um, and someone, one of them kind of just looks and opens their eyes and just says, I, I don't want to meet the Queen if we're in trouble. I don't want to meet the Queen if we're doing nice things, good things, things that she wants. Oh, what does uh, your Queen want? I don't know. I've never met her. I've never talked to her. We're just, oh. you know, supposed to follow the rules and, and live however we want and do fun things and, and make people laugh and, and cause mischief. And how how do you receive your rules? How do you know what are rules and what not rules? Well, we just know, Ron. Someone just oh, kind Ron. of like puts their hand on their <laughs> on their, you know, hips. I mean, how do you know to eat or drink things? Oh, well, this you're hungry you're thirsty you know but the rules are very different run not from here so run uh run needs an explanation if you were here if you were from here you would just know interesting so it is uh how you say part of you yes twig mm, maybe my mom not told me not to go here yeah i don't know how do we know the rules? And then Saffron goes, well, I don't know. They're just rules. You're supposed to know them. And then Lily says, what if you don't know them? Then Rosa said, but you do know them. And they just kind of like argue about how do we know rules and what are rules and why are there rules? Who makes the rules? Why do we listen to them? We almost got eaten. And it's like a round and round and round conversation until you interrupt it. Okay. Okay. Oh, the new rule. Do not go to scary place anymore. Stay away from evil queen kingdom. And uh, we we keep going. And they go, okay, that's not a new rule, but that's a good rule. Um, and then you hear a noise run that just almost sounds like and you see right in front of you a small creature that stands about let's see here about the size of well a little taller than the pixies um but this creature just appears almost out of like th thin air and, and you heard something a split second um it's got this very very long pointed ears um, kind of like a dark purplish uh, skin tone 
wearing some just sort of um, simple clothing made of cloth. Um, and speaks to you in common. And looks at you, and you're noticing that this this creature is almost vibrating as it's standing there. Just like it, it can't sit still; like it's always just moving or in some way. Uh, and it says, "A little far from home, aren't you?" And then something else goes. And another one appears in front of you, and says, "What do you mean by evil queen, huh?" Uh. Lost your voice. Who, who are who, Don't know how to talk? who are you? Who are these people? And they're speaking so fast, it's almost unintelligible. Um, and when you say, who are you? They dart away from you, um, almost a hundred feet in an instant. Okay. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Where are you from? Why are you here? I'm friends of Twig and uh, these four pixies who why are you here? And I'll speak in Sylvan. Mm -hmm. And they speak back to you in Sylvan. Oh, you speak our tongue too, huh? That's interesting. How did you learn that? Who taught you that? And the other one says, do you live here? Why is our queen evil? Is your queen evil? You are from darkness area. And one of them pokes back in front of you. You're not? Where are you from? Are you from here? Uh, I try so hard not to say my name. Uh, this one is not from this somewhere else. Not here or there. And I point like both directions. And then the other one zips up. Oh, outsider. Hmm. Got anything cool? Got any good stuff? Um, and they have, uh, are going to just, just reach into your bag and start rummaging. Uh, we're just going to try to like close the bag mm -hmm. and shake it up to stop them. Uh, I'm going to make a um, slide of hand check. Okay. And if you would, you can make an opposed check. I will say for this. Um. Yeah, I would just say make, um, just make an athletics to grab it away from him and kind of close the bag. Oh, uh, 25. Okay. And they rolled lower than that. Uh, and they start to like rummage through and like they're halfway in your bag and you kind of, you know, pull your bag away and close it and they go, Hey, what's that for? I need some stuff. Do you have any cool stuff? And the other one kind of hey. zips over to you looking like peering into like your bag and like what you're wearing and says, you have to give us stuff or you can't pass. That's the rules. And the other one says, yeah, that's the rules. You have to give us stuff. Twig, is this the rules? Um, I don't know. No, these are bad rules. Not polite to steal people's things. I try to persuade him. Sure. Okay, here we go. Uh, 13 plus. Where's my persuasion? Plus five, 18. So one of them that was looking directly in front of you goes, well, maybe those, well, those are bad rules. 
And the other one says, hey, hold on, focus here. And he tries to reach <laughs> in your bag too. Nope. Make me an opposed athletics there. Uh, athletics is 21. Got you. They got a 25 on their sleight of hand. So I would like for you um, to choose. What do they get out of your bag? Uh, okay. Let me... Uh, let's say they grab Ron's flute. Okay. Um, so he kind of buries himself in your bag, rummages around. You're like, hey, you know, get out of there. And he comes up and he goes, what's this? And then darts off. Hey, and then that is Ron's flute. Blows into it. <gasps> Makes this awful noise. <laughs> I was like wincing and just like re return that to this one. And uh, this one will play a very nice song for you. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, uh, 16. Okay, yeah, you beat both of them and they go, a song, a song. You'll give us a song for free? For free? Uh, not free, but you will reward this one in return for playing pleasant song. Hmm. And then they kind of, the other one darts over to the one that took your flute and they just, you hear this, it's just, it's so blendingly fast that it sounds like they're maybe talking or whispering, but it just sounds just, just ridiculously quick and unintelligible. Um, and they come back right in front of you. Uh, and they say two songs. They hold their flute up. Agreed. Two songs. Uh, Ron grabs a flute, mm -hmm. uh, and the first song would be uh, like a like a little like a little jig song, you know, that makes you want to dance. Mm -hmm. Makes a performance roll for that one. This perform this one fourteen. Okay. They both seem to like it. Okay. You know, you can't tell if they're bobbing their heads or if they're just vibrating with insane amount of metabolism. And they say, more, please. More. We need more songs. More songs. Okay. Okay. And Ron will play another song. Uh, this one will be kind of like a, uh, kind of like a whimsical ballad. Kind of a little serene, a little calming. See mm -hmm. if that calms him down. Uh, I got a 16 uh, performance. Gotcha. They did not like that one as well. One of them does and just sort of just kind of sits back, um, closes their eyes a bit and they're still moving constantly. But I guess what you could expect out of something to relax that has an insane amount of metabolism. Um, and the other one goes, Wow, boo, really bad song. Why is it so quiet and dull and stupid? So, no, you, your friend enjoy it. Look. No. 
Um, and they take something off of their belt and then poke at you with it twice. Um, one of which actually does connect with you, uh, doing a mighty six piercing damage Ow, as what? they run away. Oh, why do you hurt Ron? Why are your songs bad? And they just run away to the edge of, of kind of this little grove area. Yeah, Twig, uh, can we please leave? This is uh, not good time. Oh, yeah, I, I was waiting to just leave. Um, I don't know them. I don't know what they are, and I don't want to give them my stuff. So I say we go. Yes, but why did you not help Ron? Because they're scary and you kill scary stuff? Uh, they are quite similar to you, no? No. Okay, okay. Ron mistake. Let's uh, let us continue. In uh, in Ron's defense, they are all tiny creatures. These ha don't happen to have wings. And where the pixies are more of kind of various shades of like greenish and yellow, these are kind of purplish and dark blue. So, okay. To you, someone from from here, it's like, what's that? They don't have wings. So they do not. They're they are running. Flying. Mm, oh, they're running. running. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's just Got almost it. imperceptibly fast. These are quicklings. Well, Ron's not fond of these ones. They they stab Ron. Uh, yeah, maybe we should get out of here before they get even angrier. Okay. So you go uh, to leave and they kind of are running circles around you. Where are you going, huh? You can't leave yet. Hey, you still owe this one a reward. We promised two songs. Two good songs. Yeah. No, Ron, you already sing two songs or flute songs. You have to give this one reward. What do you mean reward? That wasn't part of the deal. I thought that was a different deal. I don't know. What do you no, want? Same, what do you got? Same deal. No, you give this one something. Hmm. They sort of look at each other. And one of them throws something down um, kind of at your feet and uh, says, you're lucky I like one of the songs and then darts off. And the one kind of like scowls at you and like sticks her tongue out at you, not in a play play, but like a Wah! and then darts off too. Uh, I pick up what they threw down. Uh, it is some sort of dagger. Just a oh. small oh, weapon. Like a, a toothpick to me or, or what? Um, I mean, it's still functionally a dagger for them. It's more of a sword. Um, uh, okay. Uh, and when you're looking at like the tiny creatures, they're about like action figure height. Or so they're not like okay. super small so like Got a dagger it. to them would be like a sword okay i'll just put down um in my notes tiny sword mm -hmm. yep you can throw a yeah i'll figure that out later 
Okay, so you make your way um, through here, and you kind of see that inside these ruins, there um, is just kind of, like I said, mossy cobblestones. There's no furniture. There was a stone floor at some point that's been kind of overtaken um, by just the elements in the forest. Uh, on the other side, the direction of where you're going, um, you can see just sort of just flowers growing around on that side, uh, kind of the entrance, whereas the other side's more barren, per se. But you make your way kind of through this sort of dense forest, and you can see the sun, and it's more familiar of when last time that they have brought you, where... Um, it looks similar to just a nice forest with the saturation turned all the way up. Um, like a verdant green. Um, you hear just animals, you know, singing in the background. You see various little fey creatures. Um, some not so dissimilar to Elki. Um, of just large just kind of beasts looking at you and kind of trying to get a an idea of what you're doing, but really just kind of leaving you alone. And Twig sort of says to you, um, well, I think that we're, um, reasonably close here. Um, but time's different here. So close to me, I might not be close to you. Um, but we're close-ish. Uh, what is what is close to Twig and close to Ron? Well, I've never been where you're from, so I don't know. But we just have to keep going for a little while. And one of them kind of flies atop the trees and then flies back down. Yeah, a little while. And is it possible for Twig to go where Ron is from? Oh, we're not supposed to. Hmm. Interesting. But it's possible then. Um, may, maybe sometimes, well, the really powerful ones try to do that. Um, it can be kind of hard. Hmm. So we, uh, we are traveling to your, your village. Um, well, we're traveling back to kind of where we're from. Um, but you're not supposed to go but you helped us so you can we can go together and then um and then we'll um we'll we'll take you back to your friends is that okay oh yes this is uh we're very appreciative i'm still a little scared i don't want to go by myself ron will take care protect you don't worry and the rest of them just say thanks ron thanks ron thanks ron you're welcome everyone <laughs> <laughs> uh is Elk is Elky here? I'm gonna I'm yep. gonna call for Elky. Yep. I'll do like a a little flute song that I use to summon Elky. Sure. Yeah, and you um and you kind of take a minute and play this song, and then sort of um kind of coming through the trees um on the Seely side of this dividing line, you see Elky, and just comes up. <laughs> And just kind of stands at attention looking at you. I can caress the side of the head of Elke and, and mount, mount him. Yeah, easily done. And you are mounted on Elke and you ride through the uh, forest. 
and at one point you kind of get through and then you find like a, a road um sort of this path opens and has some kind of rough stone and stuff um with some grass growing through it's not really like a paved road or anything like that or one that you'd find kind of in the um, in your world but there is a road and you ride for some amount of time um and what's strange about this place as even though that you've gotten to a seemingly better part of this immense forest area um it's almost like that it's always sunset or sunrise one of the two you can't tell so there's always kind of this veil of twilight over the land um and you see just these strange phosphorescent flowers blooming along the path, which are almost like lanterns as you get further along, but they're clearly just flowers that are growing, grown by the road. And you can see um, just streams kind of flowing in strange ways that don't necessarily make sense where um, they they take kind of sharp turns and then kind of level out and but the water flows normally It's very strange um, And as you get closer twig sort of says to you, um Ron we, we wanted to thank you we talked earlier um, and we thought that we should thank you for um, keeping us from being eaten um, and give you something nice for once Oh, yeah, well, uh, Ron would greatly appreciate for all what you have done for Ron. Okay. Um, and then Lily takes um, a bag off of her shoulder. That's like a small sized like container um, and kind of flows or flies up to you and goes, can you hold this for a second? Oh, yeah, yes, of course. Then yeah, my hand out. Kind of hold your hand out and they drape it over one finger. Um, <laughs> and whenever it's in your possession and they leave it to you, it grows to the size of a normal bag. Almost like a satchel. Oh. Um, and they sort of open up what a flap and kind of dive in. Um, and they start handing uh saffron things out of this bag. Um, they look like fruit but very strange um one of them looks like an orange just a regular orange was purple um another thing that they pull out is it and it's kind of red and almost cylindrical and has like a green kind of leaf growing out of the top of it it's like a like a pineapple but it's red and smooth almost like an apple but and a pineapple if that makes sense Okay. <laughs> and red smooth pineapple, also apple. <laughs> yeah, and they hand it to you. And then the last thing that they, they pull out is um something that looks kind of like a, a a banana, but it's bright orange, and instead of a curve, it completely loops around itself. Like kind of like a like a spring? Yeah, just once though. So it's kind of one little loop. <clears throat> And they hand that over to you. Um, and Saffron says, Okay, um, so we're going to give you these fruit 
um but you have to keep them in the bag i don't know how long they'll last where you're from but if you keep them in the bag it should be okay oh, oh okay uh is this a special magic bag uh yeah it'll make sure that the fruit doesn't go bad and oh, you wow. look at this bag and it's like bright green and it looks like it's made from like large leaves but as you like inspect it there are no seams there's no conceivable way that these leaves are kind of stitched together to make a bag they're just there on this satchel and then the shoulder strap seemingly just comes from within the bag and it comes out and it's like a dark like green and it's like a flat vine oh uh well ron thank you twig saffron rosa lily but with uh your so ron remembers mushroom does special things does fruit same oh yeah way better than mushrooms yeah way better and tastier and tastier oh but uh oh, i already used to detect magic damn it oh no uh you know i know they're magical i'm not gonna cast it out. uh oh thank you so much um and they say you're welcome and then lily kind of says do you know what they do uh could do you ron would love to know what they do and lily goes oh he doesn't know anything oh sorry then, ron's not from here saffron's like well he's not from here see it's like but there you gotta know what the fruit does how do you not know what the fruit does well i don't know i've always known what the fruit does and they kind of argue amongst each other again about well what does the fruit do well how do we know that because we tried it well, my mom told me and it's just like back and forth back and forth back and forth until you break it up again Oh, uh, uh, children, children, uh, maybe those who have eaten fruit before can explain to Ron what it does. Uh, and Twig goes, okay. And they hold up like the, the purple orange. Um, this one, you eat it and then it'll make you feel really good. Um, and if you're hurt, it can help you and some other stuff. And then they kind of open the bag and then put that in there. Um, and then they pull out the they have like the bright orange like loop-de-loop banana i don't know <laughs> to yeah, you yeah. uh and they say this one is really useful um if people are trying to um cast spells and you don't want them to let me put that in the the bag okay <clears throat> and they pull the other one and they say and this is the the pineapple apple yep. smooth pineapple, pineapple. Apple and uh <laughs> and they say this one um well if you're going on a long journey you can use this um and you won't have to eat anything or drink or sleep for a long time mm -hmm. and they put it back in the bag <clears throat> how long is long time well, i don't know a few days oh wow okay and does Ron have to eat whole thing or can Ron share? Uh, well, you have to eat the whole thing. You don't share the fruit. That's weird. And so, yeah, that's kind of weird. What would happen? I don't want to try that. What if nothing happens? What if something happens? And you've kind of oh, created this another like 
existential no. dilemma with them. <laughs> it's almost uh, like that no one's ever questioned like how things work here and having someone here who, who doesn't understand and wants you to explain things that are illogical, don't make sense and are unexplainable, almost kind of sends their brain to a spiral. It's so, like, okay, well, where Ron is from, it is uh, nice, like a gesture, a gift to share food with your friends and family. Oh. Okay. Say, so watch, Ron would, Ron would teach you, and then Ron takes out, like, a sweet bread. Mm-hmm. And then rips off, like, four pieces, and then... Say, okay, gather, gather around, and Ron will show you. Okay, 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 okay. And one of them goes, oh, more bread, more bread! And they, like, yeah, swarm, much. like, your hand. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> like, holding it. Ron will teach you how... how people do things in Ron's world. But you must sit still. And Ron will give you a piece of bread, and everyone has to wait. Oh, then wait! Then we eat it together. Why? Uh, it is uh, polite. You you do when you eat with friends and family. You do not. Uh, you wait to eat together, not selfishly. What if I'm really hungry and and she's not really hungry? Uh, it is still nice. Oh, fine. Wait. Unless you get permission. And say, please do not wait. Go ahead and eat. Um, and Saffron goes, please do not wait. Go ahead and eat. And then grabs a sweet bread from you. <laughs> no, no. I, I have to say, you are a guest. Ugh, we these are rules just, are weird. But uh, he brought hands him out to everyone. He's like, okay, now we, we may eat together. And they just like gobble him up. Just in these pieces of sweet bread, like they just devour him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like someone holding like I imagine like a quarter loaf of bread in their hands as trying like getting a tiny piece to Ron is different than to the pixies. So they're just like just nomming on this, this like piece of sweet bread in their hand. Uh, well, um, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Ron just laughs at them. <sighs> well, We'll try not to call you as often unless we're really in trouble or we're really bored. Uh, maybe just only trouble, not bored. What if we're really bored? Because last time we were kind of bored. Uh, if you are really bored, then perhaps you will, four of you, learn to dance and sing. Well, we already do that. Yeah. And that can be fun, but it's fun with more people. Um, just only call Ron when in big trouble. Okay, and then Rosa kind of flies up and is holding a mushroom in her hand, um, and breaks kind of the mushroom and gives you like half and then breaks the other half into like quarters and then she goes and now we can eat together um you have my permission to eat oh thank you rosa that's a very quick learner ron will eat that half mushroom yep and they all eat their half um the pixies um grow to be small sized instead of tiny 
and then Ron shrinks to be small size. <laughs> oh my god. And then they all laugh. <laughs> and they're like dancing around and flying around you. Small Ron, small Ron, small Ron. Oh my god. My so I'm small size. So we're like equal size then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is uh this is a very strange experience for Ron. All right, come on, Ron, we gotta go. And you are small Ron on Big Elky at the moment. <laughs> you're like a small child trying to ride a, a Clydesdale horse. <laughs> My Ron's legs are just like sticking straight up mm -hmm. on the saddle. So, uh, okay, okay, let's go. Um, but then a minute later, things go back to normal. They shrink back down and then you grow to your normal size. Oh, do you? Do you have more rush mushrooms for Ron to take home later? Um, well, that was the last one that we had. We've been out here a while. Can we use some of them to try and not die. What does a uh, pink one do? Um, hmm. Well. Hmm, I don't want to ruin the surprise. It's not bad. It won't hurt you. But if Ron is in trouble and needs uh, to eat a mushroom to save Ron's life, it is. Will it be beneficial? Uh, what kind of trouble? Like Ron is uh, attacked by big dragon, and Ron has to do something to live. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I've never been attacked by a dragon. What would be helpful? Uh, maybe Ron's wounds close and are healed. Uh, maybe Ron turns invisible. Hmm. Like, like you did before in uh, Scary Woods. Hmm. Maybe. You'll have to find out. You'll have to find out. <laughs> they laugh. It's not bad. <laughs> okay. So you venture on kind of following this road dotted with these phosphorescent flowers kind of lighting um, the way for you. And you travel for and it seems like you've been traveling for a full day, but also an hour. You don't have any idea of how long that you're traveling or the distance or even just the time spent with these pixies. Um, but as you sort of go closer or deeper into the, the forest, um, you can see sort of in the distance there is just this open glade. And you can pick out in, in the distance other small creatures flying around, some other creatures walking, talking to one another, um, some in armor at this large kind of what appears to be a gate with vines and things kind of over it and flowers at the top. You see a like, stone structure um, where the walls on the outside are kind of mossy cobblestone um, and you can see sort of trees and roots kind of growing up around it and forming uh, a dome uh, above it. And you see in the distance another um, almost like a tower 
but only a few stories or so tall with the same kind of mossy green cobblestones and vines running up the side of it and whole walls covered in flowers. Um, well, as, a, as we're traveling, which seems like forever, but like an hour, do, mm -hmm. do I feel fatigue or get tired at all? Or how, how do I feel? No, you feel you feel fine. Like oh. you've maybe had a, um, a tough adventuring day and just kind of coming towards the end of the end of the day where you'd want to camp or so. Um, and Twig kind of flies in front of you and goes, OK, wait, we got to stop now. But uh, you're not going to show on your home. Is um, this your home? You're not allowed inside. Remember, because you're not from here. Uh, what if you disguise Ron to be something that is from here? Uh, Saffron says, Ron, we're already in trouble. I don't want to get any more trouble. Well, how do you know you're in trouble? No one knows you left. And they kind of look over their shoulder and Lily says, um, well, we've been gone a long time, so I'm guessing that people were probably looking for us, so... I think we have a lot of explaining to do. Well, what will you do? Um, say what happened and, and you know... Say we got lost. It's the truth, oh. we got lost. Will you talk about Ron? Should we talk about Ron? No, it is best you don't. Yeah, we won't talk about Ron. We'll, we'll, well, they're not going to believe that we got out of that on our own. We'll take care of it. It's fine. You know, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so you will make up lie. No, we'll tell the truth as much as we need to. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is your village called? Um, well... And they kind of whisper to each other for a moment. Um, well, it's not really, um, well, it's more of like a special place where people kind of meet like a, like a court or some sort. And then Twig says, no, uh, okay, bye, Ron. And they the? snap their finger and that same feeling of just sort of being just forced out of the plane of existence where you are and Ron gets shunted into the material plane again and you're dropped and you look and you're facing Bryn and another small creature that are hiding behind some rocks and you turn behind you looking for Vin and Valken and you don't see them and you spot a large, dilapidated fortress in the distance. And that is where we will end Ron's special adventure. <laughs> so I hope you had fun. I hope you liked it. Um, messing around in the uh, in the Feywild, helping out your I don't know acquaintances. I don't know if you call them friends or not at this point. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I want to think they're friends because they only do things for selfish reasons. Reasons, but um, they did give Ron a, a care package, so mm -hmm. I guess it's a it's a, a budding uh, relationship that yeah. may 
blossom into the flower that we call friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I will say too, with that um, that bag, when they put the fruit back into it, they seem to just kind of disappear. So there's definitely something to that bag. Um, oh. And just a fruit basket. So maybe okay. you'll learn more about that as you experiment with it. Um, but anyway, thanks everybody for watching this little special side episode on uh, podcast format as well as our YouTube VODs. Uh, appreciate you watching and uh, hanging out with us. If you haven't already, please go follow the GGN crew. Uh, the links will be in the description so you can watch uh, our buddy Moobs Like Jagger with his other friends in GGN playing some games. Uh, anything you'd like to add on that before we end? Uh, yeah, um, you know, if you guys want to just catch me specifically, uh, I'm on there Tuesdays and Wednesdays uh, in the evenings. Very nice. All right. Thanks for watching, and uh, we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.